I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Championship Roundtable podcast. You can find the show at Championship Pod on Twitter. I'm Louis Shackshaft. Um, and with me today is Jake Jackman. And what we're going to do is get straight into it and discuss um, what is going to be the new season starting on Friday night. Uh, so, Jake, if you just want to talk to me about your quick pre-season thoughts ahead of the new season. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm excited for it. It's come around quickly, hasn't it? It feels like we haven't had enough time to to break off. And it's still there's still transfers flying off uh, everywhere. And it's difficult to keep up. Um so yeah, it would be fun to try and get into these teams and, and give a few very premature predictions. Yeah, same here. I'm excited as ever. It does seem strange that, you know, we might go a full season maybe with games being, you know, behind closed doors. Um, but at the same time, I'm sure the championship will be entertaining. There'll be full of surprises and there'll be hell of a lot of high-scoring games, as there usually is. So, yes, it'll be great um, once it is underway, I am sure. So let's go through each team. Let's do 1-24, to 24, Jake. Um, we'll go in alphabetical order and we'll just do a yeah, quick summary of where they are at the minute and where you think they'll finish. So starting with uh, Barnsley, who just escaped relegation last season, uh, what's your you know, pre-season thoughts on them? Yeah, Barnsley are always an interesting one. Um, I was quite hot on them towards the end of last year, especially after they appointed Struber. Uh, I kind of kept tipping them to climb out the relegation zone, and then they never did, and it, it just seemed like it wasn't going to happen. Then eventually it did, with a couple of big results at the end. Um, unfortunate on Wigan, uh, and it, is, it was slightly unfortunate that Wigan went down the way they did, but somebody had to benefit, and I'm, I'm happy if somebody did, it was Barnsley. Um, it looks like they're, they're going to be a difficult team to beat this season. I don't think they're going to be in the relegation zone again. I think they should be safely mid-table. Um, I don't really want to predict anything higher than that. I could see them maybe, yeah, lower mid-table, I think, for Barnsley. I think they've got some good players. I like Woodrow. I like their style of play. It's very intense. There's a lot of pressing. Um, and I think over 46-game season, it'll be interesting if they can maintain those intensity levels, similar to Leeds under Bielsa, but uh, Barnsley under Struber are slightly even more intensive in their pressing. So it'll be interesting to see if they can maintain that. Got a lot of good players. I think Moat is, is, is a really good player at this level. Mm. Woodrow, we spoke about Chaplin, is, is a decent goal scorer. Um, and they, they've brought in, um, and whenever they sign players, they seem to bring in the right sort of players. They've brought in somebody else from Lask, um, a Fraser, who's a, who's a right winger, or Freezer, should I say. I don't know how to pronounce that one, but he's come in. He's worked with Struber before, so you can imagine that he'd, he'd take quickly to the system. Um, so, yeah, I'm quite encouraged. By by what they've what they're going to be. I don't think they've made a great deal of additions, but I don't think they really need to either. I think that they um they're trying to to continue what was good at the end of last season and and, and the weekends they did pretty well in the Carabao Cup. Got one no win over Nottingham Forest. Maybe not 
their best teams, either one of them, but they they got a win and, and continued that positive momentum. So, yeah, I can see them doing well this season. And I'll say a solid mid-table finish for Barnsley. OK, I'm not quite as optimistic as you for Barnsley, but I do think they will escape relegation again. Uh, I think they'll be hovering above relegation, but I think, you know, escaping... Um, the drop like they did is certainly something to build on and you know they, they probably learnt a lot from last season so yeah I think they'll be safe as well that takes us on to Birmingham City uh, an interesting one this one because you know in many ways they could be a, a dark horse with the new manager coming in um, but where, yeah where do you see them finishing and, and how they'll do over the course of the next 46 games yeah um Birmingham, I think that I think Karanka is a good appointment. It's an upgrade on what they had. Um, I think that they'll probably be quite defensively solid. Um, they signed a few players, um, some that I know we know about a little bit. I think John Terrell's okay at this level. Uh, Adam Clayton's solid. Uh, Lecco is quite a um, exciting young player who did okay at Cholton. Um, so made some decent signings. Um, George Friend as well. But I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not certain about them. I don't think they'll be pushing for the playoffs. I think again, I think these will be, be in the mid table somewhere. I don't think they've got enough attacking players really. Um, I think they'll, they, they'll be very difficult to break down. But I can't see them getting many wins. Um, to to go on and push on at the top end. So I'd say again, mid table. I'm sitting on the fence a little bit. But um, yeah, and, and they did lose at the weekend as well to Cambridge United, which. Uh, only the yeah. EFL Cup, but it's not really a positive start. So, I'll, so yeah, I think I think they'll they'll be lower mid table again. I'm with you in in terms of mid table. Um, I've got them, you know, in my view, probably finishing no higher than about tenth. Uh, but yeah, the the very unpredictable Birmingham if they can, you know, have a decent run of form at home as such, um, and and pick up some wins there, then then they might be okay. But I think yeah, Karanka's a great appointment. So. Uh, they could be a dark horse even. Uh, that takes us on to Blackburn. What's your thoughts on them? Um, yeah, I think I think Blackburn. I'll be a little bit more optimistic about. I quite like Blackburn. I think they've got some good players. Um, Adam Armstrong, I think, could be one of the players of the of the of the division this year. Um, I could break out in a similar way to to how Watkins did last season. Um, he obviously got double figures last year, but I think there's more to come from him. Bradley Dax should be coming back. Um, they've not done a great deal either in the in the window, but I think they're trying to be quite. A, I think um, Mowbray wants them to be settled, and he's he's happy with what he's got. So, yeah, I think they'll um, have a solid season, and uh, yeah, maybe push for the playoffs. But I, I don't expect them to get into them. But yeah, I think they'll be in the top half. Yeah, my only question mark over Blackburn is I'm not sure if Mowbray's taken us taking them as far as he can. Um, so for that reason, I know that, you know, they were decent last season at home. Um, they can beat anybody on their day, but I'm going to say a mid-table finish as well, similar to Birmingham. They've probably just got a bit more than Birmingham, but over the course of the next 46 games, yeah, I, I think they'll be completely safe, but also not pushing the playoffs. So midway finish for me. Um Relegated side now, Bournemouth. What's your thoughts on Bournemouth coming down, Jake? Um, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not certain about Bournemouth. I, it's a lot of unknowns with the manager. Um, we often see number twos take over and it not go so well. But um, it does work occasionally. So I'm willing to get, give Tinder a chance. I think they're one to keep an eye on. I think they could finish anywhere from 
it playoffs down to the lower mid table. It, they're a really difficult one to predict. Um, obviously this week they brought in a little bit of money through the sale of uh, Callum Wilson. So it'd be interesting to see how, if they reinvest that. I, I, mm. I saw them link to um, on, on social media today. They were trying to get Caden Jackson from Ipswich. So I'm not sure if he's quite the the proven goal scorer at this level. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they do do with the money. They've obviously brought some in from Ake. Um, they've they they might sell Josh King and a couple of others yet. So I think I think there's still a lot of spending to do by Bournemouth. Um, so it's difficult to to call them at this point. Um, I think Matt Ritchie is, is has been linked to them and that seems to have something in it. So if he came in, that would be a quite a good addition for this level. Um, not the player he was when he was here um, in the Championship of Newcastle and Bournemouth before he's a little bit older. Doesn't have quite the turn of pace, but he's still a very good player. So um. And provide a bit of leadership. So that'll be quite a good signing. I think I think I'll say for Bournemouth top half, but um I don't think they'll be going straight back up. Um I'm gonna be slightly more optimistic. I think Bournemouth might just sneak into the playoffs. Um I think they might start slow. Um and like you said, there's a there's a lot of spending to be had and players are gonna be leaving. Um but at the same time, you know, there's a good work ethic there and I think that they'll I'm not going to say come straight back up. They'll probably, in my eyes, finish lower than any of the relegated sides in the championship. But I'm, I'm still going to say that they're going to be in and around those playoffs. Um, so, you know, six, seventh, if you like. Um, and then, obviously, as we know, after that, anything's a lottery. So I'll, I'll have them in one of those positions. Uh, that takes us on to Brentford, Jake. Obviously, just missed out last season. Um, how do you think they'll react coming back? Yeah, I, I did say um, in the playoff episodes that I thought that if they didn't go up, then they might struggle to, to repeat that. But looking at what other clubs are doing uh, and maybe not doing, um, I think I'm going to revise that opinion. I think that I think Brentford are going to be up there challenging for the top two, mm. maybe even the title. I think they've still got quite a lot of that squad. Um, looks like Ollie Watkins is going to go, but it looks like it's going to be for a very good fee. Um, if there's any team in this division that I'd expect to reinvest that well with, uh, Brentford, you could argue that they've already done it with Ivan Tony coming in. It was way too good for League One. Um, and if you just put, put him where Watkins was last season, I'd, I think he'd score a lot of goals. Don't know what's happening with Ben Rama yet, but even if he did go, there's still got a lot of other players in that team. Um, and normally, if a player goes, somebody that's been there for a couple of years already or, or a year and hasn't really been given a chance steps up. Uh, they've got Fosu, I think, is a good player. Mark Honders was really good. Uh, lockdown so I think that yeah they've got, um, I'd expect them to be up there again and I'd expect them to make a couple more additions before the window closes see I, I think I'm going to tip Brentford um, for the top two I'm not sure if I'm going to go as far to say uh, that they'll win it but I think they'll get into the top two this season yeah me too it's difficult to back against Brentford in, is into you know knowing uh, the players that they've got and what they've done in previous seasons. Um, so yeah, I'm going to say that they'll finish top two. Also, um, I'd be surprised if they you know finished any lower than the playoffs. But yeah, I think that they've, uh, they'll still have enough. Even like you say, if, if Watkins leaves and a couple of other players, they'll they'll replace them. They'll get decent money, and you know the, the spine of the squad is, is still going to be there. So yeah, top two for me. Also, uh, so Bristol. City, uh, what's your thoughts on them? Um, yeah, Bristol City. Um, I think they should be up there again. I think they've got quite a good squad for this level. They've consistently been sort of around the top half for the last few seasons. Not sure about the manager. Again, it's similar to, to 
the Bournemouth in that I don't if they had a more proven manager that I'd be more confident about them. But they've made some good signings. Um Alfie Morton's a solid addition at this level. Um Chris Martin can score goals, we know that. They've brought in uh, Chris Brunt, a bit of experience and Sessignon uh, on loan from Fulham. So they They've been doing a bit of uh, business. I think Williams from uh, Wigan was a really good signing by them as well. Um, yeah, I think they've made some good signings, but I t- there's doubts about the manager. Um, so I'm, I'm not going to tip them for the playoffs, but I think they'll be they'll be one of the teams chasing the playoffs. And I can see them finishing anywhere from sort of eighth down to, to 14th, depending on how the league looks. But yeah, they'll be somewhere around there, but I don't think they're... Uh, if they if they'd appointed Chris Hewitt, I think I'd have them in the top six, but they didn't do that, so I will not put them there. <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, all the same, though, I think that they'll still be in and around those playoffs, um, pushing probably all season, like I've already said about a couple of teams. But yeah, maybe that seventh, eighth spot, um, they, they might just get in there. But as we know, like last season. There was literally like nine or ten teams what could have got in the playoffs with only a couple of weeks to go, wasn't there? And, and I think, you know, in the Championship, exactly the same will happen again. It's, it is literally that tight. Uh, and I think Bristol City will be one of those teams. Uh, what about, this is an interesting one, Cardiff City? <laughs> yeah, I think they'll, they'll have a solid season. I think there's always a little bit of recency bias when we do these predictions, especially where the lockdown football has just happened. We, we'll lean towards those that have done well in that that period in Cardiff for one of those teams going into the playoffs. Um, I think that Kiefer Moore's a good signing for them. Um, also, it's like Ojo on loan from, from Liverpool. It's a bit of unknown quantities. He's had a few loans, but he's never really quite pushed on. But um, he could provide a little bit of something different to their attack. Um, so, yeah, I think I think they'll be up there again. I don't know if they'll get in the playoffs. But I can... I think they'll be, if they don't get into the playoffs, they'll be very close. I can see them somewhere between sixth and, and ninth. So, yeah, I think they'll have another solid year. I think they will get in the playoffs, actually. I think, you know, they had the, the, the momentum at the end of last season, um, some very experienced and proven players, and I don't see why it can't continue. I think, you know, Harris has done a decent job so far, and I expect him to build on it. So, I'm going to tip them for the playoffs, I believe. Uh, but that takes us to one of the promoted sides in the division now, which is Coventry. Yeah, I think um, from the three promoted teams, I think that Coventry are the ones I'm most optimistic about. I think they've got a really good young squad. They've signed some some good players for this level. I think Tyler Walker's going to be a really good signing. Um, it'd be good to see him get a run of games in the Championship. Um, and they, they've got quite a good young core um, in their squad and they seem to to recruit well, um, yeah, I think, I think they should do all right. Um, they, they won in the League Cup as well, so it's always good to start the season with a win. So, yeah, I think I'll, I'll tip Coventry um, to stay up. I'm not sure how far up the table they'll get, but I don't I don't think they'll go back down. So, yeah, survival to Coventry, which would be a good good first step, as we know how hard it is to, to get between that gap Um from League One to League, uh, the Championship is getting bigger and bigger. So, yeah, I think they should do yeah. it. I, I think they'll stay up. Yeah, I'm with you. I think Coventry will do okay. Um, I still expect them to finish in the bottom half, but, you know, anything between 16th and 19th, I'd probably say, I, you know, I really expect them to be the best side and should be the best side that have come into the division, whereas the other two, which we'll come on to, will probably struggle. Uh, so, yeah, I think Coventry will be 
Okay, also, um, so that takes us on to another interesting one. Derby County, how do you think they'll fare this season? Um, yeah, um, I'm not sure about Derby. I, I would have thought they'd have done quite well this year, but they've, they've lost a couple of their players. Chris Martin's left. Um, the two young fullbacks, Bogle and um, Lowe, have gone to Sheffield United, which is a bit of a disappointment. Um, they've lost Malone and Bennett as well, so they, they seem to be losing a lot of players and not really adding a lot. Um, so I'm sure they will add players, but um, I think that Marshall's a good signing for them in goal. That's been a bit of a problem position for them, so that's a, a bit of an upgrade. But uh, and Matt Clark coming back is big, but I'm not not sure about Derby. I think they might be a little bit inconsistent. Um, they should be fine. I can see them see the mid-table pushing playoffs, but um, I think I'd want to see them do a little bit more in the transfer window before I tip them to get any higher than that. Yeah, I agree. They miss that, you know, miss a couple of players, don't they, with that real quality in this division just to take them into that top six, I believe. Um, I know there's Rooney there, etc., but it'll be another year older. Um, so, yeah, mid-table for me as well. I can't, you know, unsure still about Derby. I'm, I'm sure we'll know in a couple of months how, how they're going to fare, but literally with Derby, I'm it's it's a bit of a bit of a toss up. So I'm gonna go mid table for them. Um what about then Huddersfield Town that takes us on to Jake? What how do you feel about them? Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at Bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, I'm not sure about Huddersfield Town. Uh, I, I think they're a team that's been losing a lot of matches for a lot of years now. Um, they've lost a, a few players. Um, I think they might lose um, Carlin Grant I know it's a bit of interest in him I could see him maybe going before the windows out especially if Brentford have just picked up that money might be a player they look at or even a Premier League club look at so if they lose him it's going to be difficult I'm not sure about Carlos Colbaran. Um they lost to Rochdale who, who are the bookies favourites to get relegated from League One in the FL Cup again not, not, it's not the be all and end all but it's a worrying sign and, and they're a team that we could really do with, with picking up a different mentality. So, yeah, I think, I think they could, could struggle. Um, I think they're going to be fighting relegation again and uh, could even be in my bottom three. Um, ask me again at the end of all of these teams, but, uh, yeah, I think they're going to be down there. <laughs> OK, I didn't think you'd say they might be in the bottom three. I've certainly got them in the bottom half. Um, but with that, I think that they'll be like Coventry hovering around 16th to 19th maybe uh, there might be a, a few moments in the season where they are looking over the shoulder and you know being a bit worried about going down but 
I still think that Huddersfield have, should have enough to to be okay this season. Uh, but like I say, that that still means hovering over the relegation zone for me. Um, another side that you probably expect to be down there also uh, for the majority of the season. That takes us to Luton Town, Jake. How do you feel about them? Um, yeah, there'll be another team that'll probably be down there. Um, I quite like Nathan Jones though, and and I think that from from what we've seen with him and his managerial career, he just he fits in quite well with with Luton. It, he seemed to, to add a little bit to to them when he came in. It seems like the, the atmosphere changed. And I'd, I'd expect him to do okay. I think Clark, the the midfielder they signed from Accrington Stanley, looks a, a solid addition. Uh, I think mm. they've 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 recruited pretty well. Um, Bree and, and Lockie are coming in as well. They're they're not household names, but they're they're solid additions. That I think can can contribute, and I think that they're going to fit into to style well. Yeah, and they'll pick up on an EFL Cup game because that's all we've got to work on. And they beat Norwich three one. Um, and I'm sure we'll come on to Norwich, and I'm I'm sure we probably have them, but um, Norwich at the top of the table or at least close to both of us. So um, yeah, I think that they're going to have a. a an okay season, Luton. I don't think they'll be getting relegated. So, yeah, I'm, I'm having them staying up, but I'm not too far off the table. But um, yeah, staying up. Oh, I'm not so sure. You know, I think just you look at Charlton last season, and I, I know Luton can play some good football and pick up points at home. But I just think over the course of another 46 game season, where a lot of weeks are Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, I just still think that they'll be down there. Um, not sure if they will get relegated because, you know, after last season and, and the way that they stayed up again on, on the last day proves that they they have got something and they have got some fight. But yeah, like I say, over the course of the season, I'm, I'm not sure if they've quite got enough. But I'm with you in terms of uh, liking Nathan Jones and, and the style of football that he uh, that, that, that they try to play. Uh, so, the, yeah, this takes us to Middlesbrough, Jake. Uh, so how do you feel about them? Um, yeah, um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure on Middlesbrough. Um, I think they should be fine. Um, but I don't think they're going to be pushing for the playoffs. I think this is going to be quite a middling season for them. Um, I'm not sure if they'll be able to get that much higher than they got last year. I think that Warnock did a job for them last year, but, um, I think that maybe they should, they should have, should have looked elsewhere. Cause I think unless you're going to go for an instant promotion, there's not a lot of point of having Warnock at the club now. Um, mm. So I think that I think they're just going to have a middling season, and I and I don't think Warnock will see out the campaign, but we'll, we'll see on that. I think that I think they'll be fine, but not too enthused by them either. I think they'll just be somewhere lower mid table. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I think that you know they should improve on last season. I, I know all season um, last year, I, I'm pretty much saying. And this year also, but I'll pretty much saying, you know, Woodgate should have been sacked and um, it finally happened. But yeah, they've, they've got to improve. In fact, I think that they might even just finish above halfway. You, you know, we, we know what Warnock can do. But I also find it interesting that you say Warnock might not see out the full season. So um, I'm probably with you on that for whatever reason as well. So Middlesbrough is quite an interesting one. Uh, that takes us on to Millwall, who were a bit of a dark horse, you know, towards the end of last season. So how do you think they'll fare um, in the next 46 games? Um, yeah, I think that they should be... Um have another good season. I think that I think Gary Rowett seems to fit in well there. I think that um, Brian Woods coming on a permanent is, is a good thing for them. Um, I think Troy Parrott 
has the potential to be a, a Ryan Brewster, Tammy Abraham type player. He, he's raved about for, for what he's done at youth football. So it'd be interesting if he translates that level. And if the, he can be a regular sort of goal, I think they've they've got a team that could get into the playoffs. You, I, I really think that. I think that their form under Rowett was really good. I think that they've got a few players um, that really stand out. Jed Wallace being one of them. I think that he... he a bit like Armstrong that I mentioned earlier, he could come up, go on to be one of the better players in the division this year. So mm. they've definitely got. I could definitely see them in the top eight, um, possibly the playoffs. I think they're going to be have a really good season. Yeah, I think that they'll be pushing playoffs. Also, I'm not sure that they'll get there, but you know, for the majority of the league team, I really think that they'll be there or thereabouts. Um, like you say, they've got some good players. They've really, you know, steadied the ship at Millwall this last few years, and and they seem to be just improving season on season. So yeah, I'm 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 with you. I think that they um, will again for me be one of those other teams that are you know finishing between sixth and ninth. Uh, so yeah, that's what I'd expect from Millwall. Uh, that takes us again to a relegated side in this division now, who I believe you might say he'll finish in the top three at least. So that's Norwich City. Um, how do you think they'll do? Yeah, I think Norwich are going to finish in the top, in the top two. Probably, I'd probably even say I think they're going to win it. Um, they've mm. just got so much quality and so much depth in the squad. Signing Hugh Gill as well. We know what he can do at this level. That's a good signing. Um, Dowell, I think it's another good signing. He, he's had mixed spells at this, um, this level, but he was good for Wigan at the end of last season. I think he'd fit in quite well there. They've still got Buendia, they've still got Pukki, they've still got Cantwell. Um, still got Max Aarons, they might lose a couple of those, but I can't see them losing all of them. So I think that, yeah, they've got really good quality. Uh, they've got a manager's won this division before. They've got players that have won this division before. Um, they've improved their squad or or at least made it more championship ready. So yeah, I think they're going to they're gonna win the league and slightly goes off all my EFL Cup mentions because they did lose to Luton. But yeah, I think they're going <laughs> to win the league. Quite confident on uh, on Norwich. Yeah, me too. I think that they'll, I'm not going to say they'll win the league because I know what the championship's like, you know, anything can happen, but I believe they will be in that top three, I'm going to say, all season. Um, I can categorically and be confident of saying that. that. Um, I think it's, you know, you've got to give Norwich a pat on the back as well for sticking with Fark and like you say, the, the players that they've got, it's full of quality, that squad, in this division anyway, and the players they've brought in, there's no reason why they shouldn't be right up there. Um, so that takes us on to Nottingham Forest, Jake. How do you feel about Forest this season? Uh, yeah, another difficult one. Um, I can see Forest being pushing playoffs again. Not sure if they'll get there, but I think that they'll be somewhere around that sort of fifth to attempt spot again I think that they, they've got a good good squad they've not done a great deal of business but they've brought in some solid players Jeff Colback returning he was quite important for them a couple of seasons ago um, and they've lost Matty Cash but they've brought in a little bit, little bit of money so they might go out and spend that um, in a similar way to Brentford um, so yeah it'd be interesting one for us I think the most important thing for them is to see how they um, bounce back from um, bounce back from the disappointment of missing out in the playoffs, um, and to see if if the manager can can get them all back on board, because it's quite you know it's one thing to to lose in the fashion they did, and it's another to um, bounce back from it. Many thought he'd get sacked, he didn't. They lost to um, 
lost in the EFL Cup as well to, to Barnsley. So, you know, Lamucci's got a big job on his hand. I think he might not see out the season. And that I, what I can see is a, a poor start for Forrest for them, uh, a recovery in the second half of the season, but it might not be enough for them. So, um, yeah, I don't think they'll make the playoffs, but I think they'll be close to it. Yeah, I think that they'll finish about halfway. I'm not as optimistic as you. Um, I think after last season, just missing out, we've seen so many teams and, you know, have a bad following season. I'm not going to say Forrest are going to have a bad one, but I just think that there might be a team hovering around midway. It's, you know, it's question marks over, over like, Lewis Graben. How long can he continue going 20 goals? You know, he's, he's on the wrong side of 30. I just, I just, I'm with you as well. I think Lamucci might be a manager that is gone before Christmas even if you know if, if they start this next six seven eight games relatively average then you know there'll be question marks over him so yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna go mid-table uh, for Forest. um what about Preston North End then Jake yeah Preston Preston I think are gonna I might tempt them for the playoffs you know I think that they've got some really good players I think they've got consistency which I think is going to be important this season more than more than most um I think we know Alex Neil can do okay at this level. Um, they've consistently been in the top half, pushing the playoffs. Fell off slightly last season, but um, I think they'll be stronger through the experience. Some of the young players, uh, Ledson uh, and Bayless, uh, I could see coming on. I think they probably need a striker. Mm. If they got a striker, then, then I'd, they'd say they'll definitely get in the playoffs. But then they should they should be should be okay. That if again, I think they'll be close to the playoffs if they're not in it. So somewhere between that sort of fifth and fifth and tenth spot for for Preston as well. Yeah, I'm just still not sure whether Preston have quite got enough to get in the playoffs. We've seen it so many times now where is it three seasons in a row where they've obviously just missed out um and finished between seventh and eleventh, I believe. Um so yeah, I'm just gonna go with Preston finishing again in a similar position. Um which would be nine four tenth. Um I like watching Preston. They've got some Good players, and obviously they don't spend a lot of money. And Alex Neal's great manager, but um, again, it's this question marks whether he's, he's taking as far as they can go, if you like. So I'm I'm going to go with a firm, you know, tip of between you know eighth and tenth in that division um, this season. Uh, that takes us to QPR. Then Jake, how do you feel about them? Yeah, um, I think I don't know. I think that I think they'll be. Uh, bottom half somewhere. I think they've got enough attacking quality to do okay. I think they'll they always seem just to be around that sort of sixteenth to eighteenth mark. I think it'll be more the same. Losing their day is a bit of a disappointment, but they got a good fee for him. Um and I, I'd imagine mm-hmm. they'll probably reinvest it a little bit over the coming weeks. Um their defence still looks a bit weak for me. They brought in Rob Dickey who I think is quite a good player, but um he's still not tested at this level when he's um more of a ball playing centre back than he is a, a stopper, so, so to speak. So I think, I think they'll be good to watch. I think there'll be lots of goals in their games, but yeah, I think it'll be a similar sort of finish for them, lower mid table. Yeah, well, based on alphabetical order, they're currently in 17th, and I expect them to finish around there also. I think with QPR, we saw last season that they, they can be great to watch. You know, plenty of goals, ice going games, but you just don't know whether they're going to win or lose those games. Um, they probably concede too many, and that's why I'm predicting that they'll finish in the in the bottom half. Um, 
similar to Reading as well, actually. They're up next, and I've got the same expectations to them. What are your thoughts? Yeah, Reading seem to be a, a team that's constantly in, in upheaval. Uh, they made the managerial change. I, I didn't think Bone was the best manager, but at least it was a bit of stability. Um, and now he's gone. Just not sure um, what to think of them. Uh, I think it's one to wait and see on on Reading to see what happens. I think they've got some talented players in that squad. I think bringing Ajaria on a permanent is quite important. He he's great to watch mm. him today. Um, could sort of push on and have a similar sort of season that that Eze did last season um, for them. So I think that they've got some attack uh, good players to watch. John Swift, I think, is really good for this level. Um, don't think they'll go down, but can't see them being anywhere higher than 15th, 16th either. So, yeah. yeah, exactly the same for me. I think that, you know, 15th to 18th is probably where I'll put them. Also, they seem to have been there for a few seasons now. Um, one of the promoted sides back in this division then is Rotherham United. Jake, how do you feel about them um, over the next 46 games? Yeah, I think Rotherham, they, they should be, you know, they have the experience where Wickham and Coventry don't have that. They've been in this division, I think, four out of their last seven seasons or, or something like that. They stayed up for one. Mm. Um, so be, they've got good experience at, at this level. They've signed a couple of goalkeepers. Um, signed McDonald from, from Hull. They've um, signed Yates. Um, no, they've lost Yates, sorry. They've uh, lost a few birds as well. So it's... It's a difficult one to to judge. Um, I'm I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm. I think. I think there'll be a, it'll be a typical Rotherham season. I think that they'll they'll fight hard. They'll be tough to beat, but I think they'll be down in the in the bottom five when when push comes to shove. Um, yeah, so I, it's difficult. I think I think I'll go for enough relegation, sadly, for Rotherham. Yeah, they are a yo-yo team in this division, aren't they? And I think, again, we see glimpses of Rotherham doing well in this division, don't we, Uh, when they've been there. But sadly, over, again, as we know, this division, it takes its toll, especially in the winter months, like I said earlier, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. I I just, again, don't think they've got enough quality, uh, which would be a shame. But it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, on the last game of the season, Rotherham needed a point or, or a win to to stay up. I think, you know, 21st or 22nd in this division is is probably where they will finish, um, unfortunately for them. But yeah, it's, it's just those fine margins, I believe. Uh, that takes us on to my team, uh, Sheffield Wednesday. How do you feel about them with currently a 12-point deduction also? Yeah, it's difficult when you're starting with a 12-point deduction. You don't have much room for error um, and, and last year Wednesday were a little bit inconsistent um, which which won't make it any easier but that said um, he made some pretty decent signings I think Izzy Brown is a good signing on loan from Chelsea uh, he's done well at this mm. level Dunk, Dunkley coming in from Wigan I think it's a, a good addition at this level um, and uh, Kachunga and Windus as well um, I think Windus they're, they're both okay Additions lost Fletcher, but um, I don't think it's it's quite a crisis club. I don't know if you'd agree, Louis. I think that you, you you'd probably be better off given this sort of rundown. But I think that I think that Wednesday are looking in okay shape. Um, I, it's going to be tough, but 
I think that if you don't, um, I mean, you're going to be down in the bottom six to come the end of the season with, with unless things go incredibly well. And I don't think Monk Monk can deliver that quality season to, to get you way in above that. But I think you've got a fighting chance of staying up. But um, difficult to predict. I think the start is important. If if you yeah. start well, if you start well, you, you you'll build a bit of momentum. If you don't start well, then you're probably going to go down. But um, yeah, I think I I wouldn't completely rule you out of staying up. But I'm, I'm a bit fifty fifty on it. Yeah, it's touch and go. I mean, any team that starts with minus twelve, you you've got to look and think. You know, many people are going to tip them for relegation this season. I completely get that. I think you look at Sheffield Wednesday with we've got a decent defence. Uh, once we you know know who the number one is in net, I think the the problem we've got at the minute is that we we need a, a couple more strikers. Um, we've only got Rhodes, Windass, Kachunga, if you like, and and we know that. None of them have been on high goal-scoring form over the last few seasons. But at the same time, I think that they've recru- recruited pretty well, given the circumstances also. So, yeah, I'm going to predict that Sheffield Wednesday um, do just finish above the relegation zone in around 20th position. But like you said, I think it's very much about the start and, and, the, and the way that they get out of the starting blocks. Um, you know, 12 points can soon turn into six points if they have a, you know, decent start to the season. And, and, it, and it probably doesn't seem like a, a big gap um, over the course of 46 games. So, so yeah, if, if you were to ask me now, would I take Sheffield Wednesday just avoiding the relegation zone by the skin of the teeth, then, then yeah, of course I would. So I'm, I'm just going to, be slightly optimistic and just say, yeah, around 20th for Wednesday. Uh, that takes us on to Stoke, Jake. How do you feel about them? Yeah, um, I think Stoke, such a difficult team for these these previews because I always think they're going to do better than they are. But I'm reluctant to tip them to do too well. But I think they, they should should do OK. I think they were pretty good under Michael O'Neill. I think that... Um, They've made a couple of solid additions. Mikel coming in. Um, Fletcher, experienced players that should add a little bit to the squad. Um, Chester coming in on a permanent. They've got, yeah, I think they've, they've got, a, a, when you look at their squad, it is it is a squad that should be in the top half of the table pushing the playoffs. And I kind of expect them to deliver it um, this year. I think that it's going to be a change of fortune for Stoke. I think we might see them back near the, uh, Back in the right half of the table, you know, if you look down the squad, Chester, Powell, Clucas, McLean, Gregory, Afoden, yeah. Int, Fletcher, so much talent. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to tip tip Stoke to to have a playoff run. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to go quite as far to say they'll finish in the top six, but I think they'll get in the the top half and they'll be pushing for it. I don't think they'll be down at the bottom again. Yeah, I completely agree. I think you know this last few seasons have been finding the feet haven't they in this division and it's a case we stoke that they should be looking up rather than down this time I believe and, and like you mentioned that the players that they've got I'm not sure that they'll you know manage the playoffs either but they should certainly be in that top half for me uh, so that's what I'm going to predict and that takes us to Swansea City who had a decent season last season and obviously missed out in the playoffs but um, how do you think they'll fare yeah, I, I think they might get into the into the playoffs again. I'm quite impressed with um they've managed to get back a lot of their loan players. Um, so 
you know, they've got Woodman back in goal, so that, that's important uh, Important to have that sort of consistency. Um, got um, Gwehi back um, on loan as well. Gibbs White coming in on loan from Wolves. He's, he's meant to be a, a very talented player. Shane flashes at Wolves, but never really had the chances. Jamal Lowe started to find his feet at Wigan towards back end of last season coming in. I think they've got a good squad. They, they'll obviously miss Brewster, um, but... But, uh, you know, they've still got a, a very good squad, uh, settled under the manager. Uh, I think the young players will be better for the for a year of experience. So, yeah, I'm going to tip Swansea to get into the top six again. Yeah, they should be pushing the top six. I'm not sure that they'll get into the playoffs, but I'm with you. I think the future's bright for them. I think that they'll be anywhere between sixth and tenth. Um, and, yeah, I think they should have a, a good season also. They have recruited well like you've already mentioned, um, over this last 18 months. So, um, yeah, I think that'll fare okay. Uh, that takes us to Watford, Jake, a relegated side. Um, I'm expecting you'll finish, you know, you're like expecting that you'll say they'll finish in the in the top six at least. How do you think they'll do? Yeah, I think Watford are going to finish in the top six, um, probably even the top four. I think they're going to have a good, really good season. Um they they'll probably lose a few of the players, but they've brought in a lot of young, talented players from around the world, as they often do. Um, mm. uh, brought in Glenn Murray for that little bit of experience. Uh, Troy Deeney might stay around, but Gakia coming in from West Ham, he, he did okay when he played for them last season. I think they've they've got quite a good squad. Um, they've got money coming in as well um, for, from player sales. I'd expect we'll see them sign a couple more players. But I think they'll be quite fun to watch. There's a few doubts about the manager. Um, but I just think I think it will, it will either go very well for Watford or it could be sort of similar to Stoke um, when they first came down and, and just quite a lot of expectation and, and trying to fit in too many sort of talented players but I, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt and say that they should finish in the playoffs and, and maybe even push short to now Yeah I'm with you I think if you look at the strongest sides in the division um Watford are certainly one of them, you know, we've, we've tipped Brentford and, and Norwich to certainly be up there and I'd put Watford with them also, not saying that they potentially would go up, but over the course of the season with the talent that they've got, you know, they, sh- they should be pushing that top two um, and if not, certainly the playoffs. Um, so yeah, I think Watford will have a decent season and then that takes us to a side what came up finally, last but not least, is Wickham. Um, how do you think they'll do? Yeah, uh, if there's one thing I hope happens, I do hope Wickham managed to stay up. I think that'd be a great story. Um, coming up, mm. Gareth Ainsworth taking them from League Two up to the Championship, beating the odds both times, and um, it'd be good to see how they do. Um, they gave a good showing of themselves against Brentford, I thought, uh, at the weekend. Again, only the EFL Cup, but it's it's what we have to go on. Um, yeah, I think they'll fight hard. I think they'll be tough to beat, but I think they should. They'll probably come up short. I think it is such a difficult bridge to gap these two divisions. I think it's becoming harder to, to bridge the gap from League One to uh, Championship than it is from the Championship to the Premier League because at least then you get that guaranteed 100 million that you know you can get that you can sort of buy players against. Whereas when you come up from this level, the, the finance gap can be quite big. So um, yeah, I think they'll go back down, but I really hope they don't. <laughs> I think it's really they do stay <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah, I'm completely with you. I, I, I want Ainsworth to do well also. Um, and I think, you know, they, they will give some teams 
you know, we'll run for the money over the course of the season and they'll upset teams too. But um, staying up, I just think it's unlikely. You know, you've got to look at squad depth and talent. And yes, they did ever so well in League One. And, you know, like you said, come up from League Two also. But in this division, it's just a different kettle of fish. And yeah, I really fear for Wickham. So I'd predict at this stage that they are going to go down. But I'm with you because I don't want them to either. Uh, But yeah, that's 1-24, to Jake. Um, Predictions for the season are completed. So let's go into previews and predictions for the next three key fixtures uh, that we've chosen. So that takes us into Friday night, 7.45 kickoff, first game of the season, Watford versus Middlesbrough. How do you see this one going? Yeah, this is going to be a a good one to watch, I think. Um, um, I think that Watford, it'll be interesting to see what players start. It'll be interesting to see if any of the ones that we expect to go play a part. Dini is Mela Sarbin, two that stick out straight away, um, that are expected to go back to the Premier League. Um, Interesting they play, um, but whichever set of players they they put out, they they should be favourites. But then again, Warnock knows this division. If if Ivic was if there's the last man you'd want to come up against on his opening day, it would be Neil Warner. Maybe there'll be a relegation hangover. Um, yeah, I think this could really go any way. I think Watford on paper favourites. Um, they probably should win this game, but Warner could be will be eyeing up the upset, and he'll know that this is his chance to make a real state um, stamp his uh, authority on the season early. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go for the draw, but. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a really good game. Um, of, you know, a new manager into the league and, and one that knows it, you know, perfectly. It's going to be a great, great contest. But I'll, I'll go for the draw for this one. One all. I'm going to just go for a home win. I think, you know, Watford have obviously got the talent at times. They impressed me in the Premier League last season as well. And I actually didn't think they'd go down in the end, but they have done. So, you know, I think still think they've got quality there. The only question mark is, obviously, Neil Warnock. We know he gets the best out of teams, but I still think Watford will have enough. So I'm going to go 2-1 to uh, Watford in this one. That takes us into Saturday at 12.30 kickoff. Um, two promoted sides, so a big game on the on the first day for these two. Wickham versus Rotherham. Um, how do you feel about that? Oh, if, if fans were in the ground, I think I'd tip Wickham. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting one. I think that um you know what I think I will I will tip Wickham. I think that Gareth Ainsworth will get them off for it. I think that they, they gave a good performance last last week against Brentford. I think they've had a, they've had more experience with, with this sort of football, um, playing in the playoffs. Which, you know, we 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 can the majority of the teams in this division have played a lot of uh, behind closed doors football. Rotherham haven't really, neither has um Coventry. So um Maybe that will give Wickham a little bit of advantage that they've been here. You know, they know this the the playing situation a little bit more. So yeah, I think I'm going to go for the Wickham win. I think the Angels are really up for it. I think he'll know that this is a game they they need to win if they've. He, you know, it's the first game of the season. You don't really need to win, but this is one he'll be targeting <laughs> for a win yep. with the idea of staying up. You know, this it's these types of games that he'll want to be picking up three points in, uh, and it, it'd be a great way to start the season. So yeah, I think I'm going to tip him to do it. I think I'll go Wickham, Wickham to win. Um, one nil. Can't see there being many goals. Yeah, I'm going to sit on the fence, to be honest. I think neither side 
will obviously want to lose this game. So because of that, I'm not sure how it's going to play out. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go 1-1 in this one. Um, and then also a Saturday 12.30 kickoff is Birmingham versus Brentford. Um, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think this is this might have been the opening fixture last year or the year before. I remember it, I think it was Birmingham had one shot on target and one one nil. So I think that might have been last year actually. I don't see that repeating itself. I think that Brentford there could be a playoff hangover, but uh, I think they'll be straight back on it, and I think that they'll they'll know that this is their year to go up. Um, you know, they've got the uh, ability to go out and spend a little bit more money than than their promotion rivals. Um, especially those that have been in the league a while, um, and I think that they'll, yeah, I think they they'll start well. I think I think that Brentford are, are going to be well up there. We've predicted them to be in the top two or three. So by that logic, we should probably expect them to beat a team that we expect to be uh, mid-table. So uh, yeah, I'm going to go mm. for a two-nil, two-nil win for Brentford. Yeah, I'm going to go for the Brentford win as well. But for whatever reason, I'm just a gut feeling. I think there's going to be quite a lot of goals in this one. I think it's going to be maybe one of the entertaining games um, on, you know, on, on Saturday. Uh, so I'm going to go 3-2 to Brentford. I think, you know, just that quality that they've got at the minute, you know, Ben Rama and the players that we've talked about for the last 12 months. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to go a Brentford win in a very entertaining game. Uh, so that's that for this episode, Jake. So if you'd like to let our listeners know where they can find you, now would be a good time. Yeah, thanks for listening. You get me on Twitter at Jake Jaffman to ends. I'm on the Premier League show on this um, for EPL Index as well, the EPL Roundtable. So check that one out. Yep, thanks for that, Jake. I've been your host at Louis Shackshaft on Twitter, but remember to follow the show at Championship Pod, where we post each show to our pin tweet. Uh, we want to thank you all for listening, and we will catch you next time. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.